Welcome to Captivate and Close. I'm Kinsey Mackis, business consultant and marketing strategist, and I'm going to show you how to attract and enroll high-paying clients using my breakthrough online marketing strategies, all without having to rely on complicated funnels, disingenuous clickbait, or spammy sales tactics. These are the messaging, marketing, and selling secrets that virtually no one is talking about. So let's dive in. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode. I'm so happy to be here with you today. It is a Monday at the time of this recording and I have nobody here in my house, which if you know what it's like to be in the thick of summer with kids home, that is definitely a luxury. So we have one kiddo at a preschool event, my oldest is at football camp, and our middle is um, at an overnight camp that they go up to, she goes up to every year in the mountains and stays up there for a full five and a half days. So I am so excited to really shift focus this week a little bit and double down. And I think that's really a fun thing about summer is really optimizing these pockets of time. So when you look ahead and you know sort of when you're going to have more focus time and when you're going to have a bigger sort of uh, space to create and publish and work, You can just even in the back of your mind know that so that on the weeks where you don't have maybe that flexibility or freedom as much, it allows you to just kind of like calm the nerves a little bit and know that like you will have uh, that focus time back. But also in the grand scheme of things, summer is so short. So I'm excited just to lean into this season and I'm really excited about what's coming for us in fall. So let's dive into today's topic, which is one of my favorite topics, uh, niche domination. And what this means to me in regards to your coaching business is to really start to carve out a your own space in the industry Also having a very specific and targeted message with aligned offers, aligned marketing, aligned selling strategies, and also you're starting to gain that notoriety of what you're becoming known for. And so it's this beautiful blend of like strategy and also Uh, the byproduct of what it looks and feels like to start to become recognized as this particular expert in your industry. So people are referring you. People are starting to ask you to be on podcasts for your specific topic. They're starting to invite you to speak in other people's masterminds, to speak on stage. These All these layers that come with starting to dominate a niche that are beyond just really, you know, getting clients and increasing your revenue, it's also starting to make a large traction in your coaching career and starting to really move the needle to make business feel like it's just starting to flow, right? There's going to be seasons of more like It feels like it's a little bit harder to get clients and it's more of the input, right? We talked a little bit about on another previous episode around input versus output. And there's no doubt that some people, in order to really start to fine tune the mastery of marketing and selling online for a little bit, right, you're going to have a larger input maybe than an output. And some people are just naturally gifted in this regard. But 
if you're like most, you know, you aren't. You're just good at what you do, whether it's, you know, health coaching or parent coaching or life coaching. It's just like you just want to help people. But part of what you signed up for is to also learn how to gain the attention of your audience, of a audience, any audience, and how to convert that attention into clients, into revenue, into profit. And so part of this and part of what we work with you on at each level of our programs is to really start to claim your space as an expert. And part of this is more important than ever before because of the extra noise in the industry and the influx of coaches coming to the space. And so if you don't want to sound like everybody else, you have to have a very specific and targeted niche beyond right beyond a sort of general sense of who you are and what you do and so i'm going to give you some examples but the first part of niche domination is to first really start to think about what are you exceptionally good at and if you're just getting started the one thing that we have you do especially in 10k is go back to your origin. A lot of people have this transformation for themselves, this result for themselves, and they skip. They skip the first foundation of starting to just help other people with that exact experience that they had and start to mold to the general mainstream, right? So it's like if you had, so well, I'll use my story for an example, right? My first offer was technically a life coaching offer. I I came out, I didn't at the time really call myself a life coach, but looking back, that's definitely what it was. It was more of a, a life, enhancing their life with this offer that was helping them really eliminate the overwhelm as a corporate mom and start to build balance in their life so that they could really experience uh, a new sense of peace and calm in the home and of course in their career. And that offer was a direct result of what I came out on the other side of, right? I did, before I had success in my own business, I did gain success in my career and as a mom in starting to recalibrate my life so that I wasn't working all the time and stressed all the time, especially as a new mother of three. And so I had developed these new skills and tools that I wanted to share with others that could help them also eliminate that stress if they were a working mom. And that was just a result of the my transformation that I had. That's all I had to go off of, right? If I would have immediately gone from, I'm going to help people get out of overwhelm by building their business to six figures, I didn't have that personal experience yet. Was I making six figures in my salary in my corporate career? Yes. But I didn't have any experience yet helping other people do that for themselves in relation to building a business. And so I would not only be out of integrity with what I could offer, but I would be skipping the component of what initiated my own sort of desire to help others with what I had gotten from that personal experience of coming out on the other side as an overwhelmed, stressed out working mom. And so this is what I see a lot is people have this personal transformation, decide they want to be a coach, and then we start to sell sort of the moon. So that's a really important piece. If you are starting to figure out like, ooh, I experienced this thing and I want to help others do it, 
stay with your origin, right? Go back to your original thing and sell that. Do not skip that. And of course, as you evolve, as you grow, right, you're going to get those feedback loops and your niche will evolve just like mine did, right? Slowly, as I was helping more women in that particular area, what happened was I obviously was naturally really good at marketing and selling. I also had gotten new opportunities as a consultant for digital marketing and my business grew really fast. So, right, I had people coming to me and be like, I want you to help me grow my business that way. And can you help me with my marketing? Can you help me with this and that? And so it was a a really great, beautiful blend of me starting to really figure out and discover what my zone of genius was in relation to what people wanted from me. Now, if I hated marketing and people were asking me for that, that's a different story, right? We don't want to just give what people want if we absolutely hate it. But That's what is great about just starting where you're at and taking action. Without me taking that action, I would have never developed that clarity and ended up where I am today. So that's something to consider if you're just getting started from a niche perspective. Don't skip. Just go back to, and this is a question I will always ask women when they're just getting started or having niche drama, is like, well, what got you here? Like, what was it? What was the thing that opened you up to realize that you had something that other people didn't? Just start there. And if you are a little bit more seasoned, let's say you're getting clients and you feel like there's opportunity to niche down or you feel like you're just sounding like other people, that is when we can start to really build in new elements that help you create more of this blue ocean, right? I talk about blue ocean in a lot of our uh, launch events and it's something that I learned from Russell Brunson and also actually there was a book written about it, but this idea that there's a red ocean of, you know, if you think about saturation, right? Health, wealth, relationships, these are your three big money-making industries and they're very lucrative, right? But at that highest level, right, if you think about health, wealth, relationships, it's very vague, very broad. And so what we need to do is start to carve out a blue ocean. The reason it got this term is because red oceans, right? It's where all the shark feed on the same fish. So it creates this bloody mess and it's super morbid. And I hate, I kind of really hate that illustration, but I think it's so powerful. People never forget it. And so if we think about moving out of that red ocean and carving a blue ocean where less people are swimming, a part of that is starting to really be more strategic and specific about your niche, right? So it, it no longer is as effective to just say, I help you lose weight, right? Because everybody can help you lose weight. And it's really not going to fall. When we think of really starting to attract higher end clients, you have to consider that people that are ready to invest in change are already trying to solve their problems with different solutions. And so something so vague and vanilla isn't going to hit as well when then something that's a little bit more specific and really helps them see that you have something unique, you have something different. And so we want to really think about what are the elements of that niche strategy that allow you to really move out of mainstream and also start to dominate because really you don't need to worry about competition, right? You just need to worry about how you want to show up with your unique brilliance and making sure that your marketing and your selling is aligned with that unique brilliance, period. 
And part of this process is probably unpacking a lot of things that you're not really aware of, which is why this is such a huge element of our process inside of all of our programs because as you evolve your niche evolves right and so where you start today may not be where you start when you're making six or seven figures and so we'll always have this element of you know quote-unquote blue ocean strategy within our mentorship services but one of the things that is super helpful is to kind of get out of this idea of the traditional positioning, right? When we look at positioning, we look at the who, what, how, who it's for, the what is the problem that it serves, and then how is how do you specifically solve that? And when people start to look at this, it helps them shift how they're thinking about their their expertise and their solution but one of the things that's really cool is that there's so many different layers within this and so many different ways that you can really come in with a unique positioning so I'll give you an example I have a client who is a parent coach and she helps parents connect with their teenagers uh, repair their relationships with their teenagers through you know communication and this is where she started when she first came into our programs and as she's gotten more clients and they're they're getting incredible success uh, one of the things that we discovered when she came in to launch like a queen again as you move in revenue buckets and really start to grow your business what we do is we can even look at more data and more of the things in the industry to figure out are there more opportunities here to niche down because that is a good niche right parents helping parents connect with their teenagers but there's still opportunity there in regards to even the how or what types of parents, uh, what age. Anyway, so we were having a conversation and one of the things that came from this as I was prompting her with more questions is that most of her clients, A, are moms. And also a big, big pain point for them is that their husbands aren't necessarily on the same page with them. And so I had this like huge awareness point of like, this is part of her niche. And we're not going to just say parents anymore, right? It's actually moms, even though she has worked with some dads in the past. And also she will still guarantee get dads reaching out to her. But again, we're really optimizing for the 80%, right? Really optimizing for where most of our results are coming from. Most people are trying to optimize for the 100%. I'm going to circle back to that thought. But we are moving from parents to moms and we're even diving into this idea of moms who are also struggling with their husband because they're not willing to make changes or aren't ready or they're just not as engaged, right? There's so many layers there and there's no judgment on, it's not like, you know, bad dads or whatever. But um, one of the things that I asked her was like, do you feel like you can create traction in a um, teenager relationship with their parents without having dad on board and she was like absolutely yes I see it all the time in the work that we do together and I was like perfect and so her niche went from you know helping parents repair the relationship with their teens to helping moms repair the relationship with their teenagers even if their husband isn't on board so what this does is it pulls in uh, like really and I get goosebumps just thinking about it because this it's so powerful 
what this does is it pulls in a very big pain point that moms have and it's also starting to become more specific in it's not just parents it's moms and so imagine a mom coming to say an instagram bio or a sales page and immediately it's like i'm helping a mom right so she's like "Ooh, that's me and it's like even if your husband isn't on board and so if that's a pain point for her which 80 percent it is then it is going to be that alone will draw people in so fast And so what we did there is we took these different layers through the different questions that we were prompting and also really understanding where the biggest opportunity was. Because in this space, there is a lot of people coming in as parent coaches and also working with teenagers. Again, it's a great niche. It's it's more specific, but there's opportunity based on the previous client she was working with to niche down further and help her get traction faster right this now that we have those feedback loops we have that data right there's so much opportunity there and so that's a really good example of how we're starting to look at the layers whether it's a pain point it's it's um really starting to get more dialed in on the who it's starting to really think about like is there a mechanism here that i should pull in that would create a more compelling desire or compelling need for the offer itself now notice how part of this process isn't being crazy and awkward about things that are not really relevant. I find that people want to weave in, you know, labels and words that might sound great, but ultimately it's not going to be the thing that people are looking for. And when you think about dominating a niche, right, the first thing that we have to really focus on is that attention, is this message and when I say message I'm thinking in context to the first thing people say when they come to your platform or or the first thing they see when they come to your platform or um, your website or your sales page right what is going to be that thing that tells them right away yes this is for you or no this is not and a lot of times I find that people want to get really colorful and very wordy with their message, right? Their sort of positioning statement. And while this might sound like it could work, ultimately it's just going to create more confusion for people. And so it's really important that A, we're not using descriptors that people don't use for themselves or for the things that they're trying to solve, right? I see even a lot of people say like, I help high achieving women. It's like, well, I don't go around saying like, I'm a high achiever or um, I'm having problems with my high achievements. Like, I really want to just caution you in regards to the types of labels you're using for your who. But then also when you think about the what, how are you really calling out the problem that you help people solve in a way that has them being like, yes, that is me, right? When you think of somebody calling their best friend at night and they're so frustrated, they're overwhelmed, they're like, oh my gosh, I am so tired of blank. I, they're not saying like, I am so tired of my mindset. I am so tired of like not reaching my potential. I don't know. I think that, again, there's all these weird and descriptive type of 
language that people want to use in their positioning when it's really not that relevant. Now, of course, when you think about messaging and your consistent uh, marketing, you can weave in layers of these components. And when you think of a high achieving woman, instead of saying, I help high achievers, really think about how do you describe a high achieving woman? What are her circumstances that even make her a high achieving woman? Is she corporate? Is she a six-figure business owner? Is she a seven-figure business owner? Is she um, is she an athlete, right? And that will give you so much more insight into who you really want to start targeting. I think the other thing too here is really understanding that positioning and dominating your niche really has less if anything, to do with the size of your audience and really more to do with how are we optimizing the eyeballs that we have and will continue to gain as we grow. A lot of people want to position themselves to attract to the masses, right? When we think about, well, I don't want to niche down because I'm going to leave, leave all these people out, right? It's like I hear all the time, well, like I can help everybody, awesome, right? But everybody is so different. When you lump people, even if you think about a, you know, if I think about my R2 core avatars, anybody under six figures, anybody moving to seven figures, very, very different types of challenges. It's a different strategy. It's different pain points. It's a different mindset. And so if I'm trying to tell everybody I can help grow their business, right, that message will fall flat for the people that are, you know, in, if we think about more specific types of languaging, right, we'll grow your business how, right? Am I helping you with organic content? Am I helping you with building your website? If I, am I helping you go door to door in your neighborhood, right? And so we can start to really dial in like, well, what does this actually look like in relation to the day-to-day scenarios and circumstances that your potential client has and also the very thing that you help them do? And a lot of times people will avoid sort of this idea of niching down because it feels so constricting. But the truth is, when you think about the influx of our industry right now, which is crazier than ever, you are going to have way more uh, progress in your business with a very specific dialed in messaging than having a really broad and vague message that A, everybody else is using and B, that really doesn't resonate with anybody. And so not only am I really encouraging you to get more specific with your who, what, how, but I'm also encouraging you to really look at, if you are a little bit more seasoned, the data that you're getting and figure out, is there opportunities there to further sort of niche down with additional uh, levers that you can pull that make you unique? That is one of the most important things to me because I think that people or women specifically don't really see their unique brilliance the way that I'm able to see it. And so they get kind of lost in the mainstream noise and start to strip themselves of that brilliance, that unique positioning, and just sound like everybody else. And that's the very thing that gives you that traction. And so I really want you to pay attention to it. And this is definitely something we help you do in 10K Content Collective. But it's really fine-tuning and finessing and evolving your positioning as you start to grow into it. But regardless, also really making sure you are aligning with that high-end buyer, people that are already investing, people that are already looking to solve their problem, and you're starting to really start 
to position. Now the other component to this is not just the positioning itself, but then the marketing and messaging around it, like I alluded earlier, that is going to continue to amplify that positioning, right? So if we go back to the example that we use with the uh, parent coach who's shifting more of to moms, right? Who's even husbands aren't on board. If when we think about really making that work, we have to be consistent within that marketing, within that messaging, making sure that the content is aligning to that overall positioning. And we're continuing to demonstrate how it works, what your unique approach is to this, why, right? How does it even work? How can you help a uh, relationship between a you know teenager and a mom if the husband is on board? What does that even look like? Why is that important that you do this work anyway, even if your husband is on board, right? And starting to really unpack what that means now. So part of positioning isn't just, you know, your I help statement or the thing that goes on your bio or that one sentence that you're going to say in an elevator when you're ironically (laughs) asked what you do. It's really about the marketing and messaging around that that's going to elevate that. I'll give you another example. Uh, We have a health coach that we work with and she works specifically with midlife women and, and helping them lose weight, right? So if you think about that, we have the who, and the what. She's very specific in the type of woman she wants to work with, right? So that season of life that she's in, there's a, about like an age spectrum, if you will, for that particular woman and what she's helping her do, lose weight. What it's missing a little bit of is the how. And so we built in more of that sustainability. So what she talks about is helping women in midlife lose weight and keep it off for good. So this isn't necessarily a sort of unique approach that's being wrapped up into that one positioning statement. However, what she's alluding to is the fact that she has a method that helps you lose weight and also keep it off, which is something she knows her women really struggle with. And so when you think about even from that angle, what that's doing is we're pulling the lever from which she knows her ideal clients, what their core struggles are, what they really want. And she's building part of that into her positioning statement. But with her marketing strategy, she's going to continue to weave that in, of course, She's also going to build in elements for her unique approach, which we've also outlined. And so this is how we completely blow it out of the water, the blue ocean, if you will, pun intended, when it comes to dominating your niche and positioning yourself against the grain. It's not just about quote unquote niching down. It's not just about being more specific. It's There's a whole strategy behind that that allows you to do it very effectively and also some things to consider for your short and long-term marketing plan. And this is why most people fail at this because they're taught to niche down their you know, they're sometimes we find that they're taught to really pick a more specific type of person, but or like uh, weave in a word that creates a lot of curiosity. I mean, we've seen all the things, but the truth is, it's really a holistic strategy. And all of this is, of course, the things that we do inside of 10K Content Collective, but 
besides the point, this hopefully gives you some color as far as what it means to really position yourself with strength so that you can dominate your niche and stand out as that category of one right? This is so important. We're actually doing a free three-day event. At the time of this recording, we're launching this in the next week to create um, its free content. We're going to, it's one hour each day for three days straight. That's going to help you discover your new niche so that you can create that category of one message. And by the end of this free training, you will learn how to do exactly what we've talked about today. And it's going to give you a leg up against the majority of the industry because they're continuing to struggle and find challenge around this sort of very, important, very important concept, but yet so, so misunderstood. So we'll include the link uh, to sign up for that free experience, for that free training uh, here in the show notes. But either way, I think that even just given the two examples that we talked about and helping you see bigger picture, what this means, what it could look like for you and your business, I think there's so much opportunity for you and the potential that you have in your industry. So give yourself some space to think about what that might look like. And if you need help, you know where to find us. All right, girl, I will talk to you next time. Hey, you. Thank you so much for listening. It's an honor to be able to pour into the hearts and minds of like-minded entrepreneurs all over the world. But my most favorite part is being able to connect with you in real life. If you loved what you heard here, head over to the community where thousands of female CEOs, just like you, are changing the world one human at a time. We go deeper into the topics we discuss here and give away tangible roadmaps to help you crush your revenue goals. To join this high caliber free community, head over to kinseymackis.com forward slash community. I'll see you there.